So the follow-up is impossible if you don't have leads in your system. But it, again, I think all three of these things are equally important. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I am your host today, David Dodge, and in this episode, we are going to talk about the three pillars of wholesaling and why you should start there. We all want financial freedom and security. Although very few of us have actually been taught how to build long-term wealth while also earning an income. I'm here to teach you exactly how you can increase your income and build wealth fast. Rentals are a foolproof way of achieving these goals while also allowing you to pay fewer taxes, invest more of your hard-earned money, and ensure a financially secure future for you and your family. Guys, let's learn how to work smarter, not harder. Let's learn how to take control of our finances and make our money work for us. If you are here today, you have likely accepted the fact that nobody can become rich and stay wealthy by just working and trading time for money. It's time to shift your focus from short-term gains to long-term wealth creation. I'm David Dodge, and on this show, I will teach you how to build wealth and create cash flow, all while paying less in taxes. Let's get started, guys. So today, three pillars of wholesaling and why you should start there. So I always refer to the three pillars of wholesaling as the three things that you need to constantly be doing in your business, right? These are essentially the three legs of a stool. And if you remove one of these three things from your business, your business might grind to a halt, or if you're new, it might not ever take off. So all three of these things are equally important. And again, look at them like the three legs of a stool. You need all three of these things in order for your business to be successful, all right? Now, also, the three pillars of wholesaling refers to the three money-making activities when it comes to wholesaling and your wholesaling business. So the activities that you want to focus on that are going to generate the highest return on your time invested, right? Those are the things that I like to focus on. So let's just jump in really quickly here. If you are unfamiliar with what wholesaling is, the most simple way for me to describe it is it is a simple business of flipping contracts. You're buying or contracting properties at a great price and then you turn around and you sell those at a good price. You got to leave meat on the bone, but you can make a spread and you can do so by finding people that have problems or problem properties and you can offer to help them and solve problems and you do so by buying their house at a discount in exchange for convenience. It's that simple, guys. That's what wholesaling is. Don't overcomplicate it if you are new. All right, so the first pillar, pillar number one, is marketing to sellers. Hey, that might seem you know pretty obvious, 
But that's the most important thing. And a lot of people, when they get into this business, they want to go get an LLC and they want to get a business card and, and they want to get a logo and they want to get a catchy slogan and they want to go find a hard money lender and they want to go build a buyer's list and they want to do all of these things and check it out. Those are all great things to do. They really are. And I, I totally think you should do all of those things. However, those aren't the first things you should do. And those things that I just mentioned don't really make you money per se. They really just maybe make your business have a better brand or whatever it may be. But you don't need all of these things that I just mentioned in order to get started. A lot of people will get hung up on, will I do it in my own name or do I do it in an LLC? And that doesn't really matter, right? At the end of the day, just start doing something. And that's something that you should start doing is marketing to motivated sellers. You need to be having conversations with sellers that have a problem that you can come in and offer convenience to them in exchange for a discount. That's it. So pillar number one is marketing to motivated sellers. Don't overcomplicate this, all right? There are hundreds of ways to market to motivated sellers. Hundreds, right? You can cold call, you can cold text, you can do bandit signs, you can send direct mail, you can do billboards and radio and television and networking and driving for dollars. The list goes on and on. Door knocking. There's literally hundreds of ways to go about marketing, but you just got to start. That's it. You got to start and you can't stop either. Again, this is a, look at it like a stool. If you remove one of these three pillars, the stool's going to fall down. So these are the money-making activities, but they're also the most important activities and they're the activities that are going to matter the most or the activities that are going to move the needle. So marketing to sellers, start doing that right away if you're not already. And if you are already doing it, keep doing it. Don't stop. It's literally the lifeblood of our business. So you cannot stop marketing to sellers. And if you're just dabbling your toes in the water when it comes to marketing to sellers, you need to triple down. You really, really need to triple down. All right, pillar number two, making offers. Again, might seem kind of obvious, but that's the point. How many offers have you made in the last week? How about in the last month? All right, if you are listening to this episode right now and that number is zero or one or two, you need to pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> you got to pump them up. Making offers is how you get properties under contract to gain control. And if you're wholesaling, go find a buyer, double close or a sign, get paid. If you're like me and you like to buy rental properties, then you got to get it under contract before you can do anything else. And if you're looking to fix and flip, same thing. You have to have properties under contract if you intend to gain control and wholesale them or purchase them for whatever reason that you may want to do with it. So making offers is crucial. It is crucial, all right? Now, when it comes to making offers, don't think that every offer you make has to be in writing. Just start making verbal offers to people. I make people offers via text message. I'll call them and leave an offer on their voicemail with what I could pay or the ballpark. I love emailing. I love sending written offers, of course, 
But don't let that be the thing that holds you back. Oh, I don't have a contract or you know, I don't have the five or 10 minutes to fill it out. It's making a verbal offer is just as important. And if they like that offer, well, then yes, of course, go send them a written offer and make it even easier for them. Our business is all about convenience. That's what we do. That's what we exchange for discounts. It's that simple. So maybe even make it e-sign so it's easier for them to sign. But at the end of the day, the number of offers you make directly correlates to the amount of deals you're going to do. Think about this for a second. All right. I bought over 100 houses last year, and my team's sending two or three offers every single day. Do you think that would be possible if I was making two offers a month? It would not be possible. You have to be making lots and lots and lots of offers. Some days on a good day, we'll make 7, 10, 12 offers. Not every one of those offers people like, but sometimes they say, hey, that's a good one. Send it over and we'll, get it, we'll, we'll sign it and send it back. So if you don't try, you will never get there. So start sending offers, send them out like crazy. The more offers you send and make to people, the higher chance you're going to have to do business with them. And the higher chance you have to do business with people means the more deals you're going to get. You guys know this. It's obvious. So number one, marketing. Number two, making offers. Make a ton of offers. Don't overthink the offer. Oftentimes when I'm making offers and I'm on the fly, I will literally pull up a Zestimate or a number from Batch or PropStream or any of the softwares that I love to use. And I will literally make a spread offer of 50 to 60 or maybe 60 to 70% of that number just to get the ball rolling and see if, if we're in the ballpark or not. And if we're in the ballpark, then we'll go back and we'll use our MAO formula and we'll determine what the, what the real number looks like. But we're not going to let that analysis paralysis or not knowing or being unsure stop us. We're just going to go out and make a low offer and anchor low. We're typically always willing to pay more than our first offer. But if you make a low offer and they accept it, boom, icing on the cake, right? That only happens when you get an amazingly low, crazy offer that you would never expect to get accepted happens when you make it. If you don't make it, that won't happen. So you got to get out there and you have to be making lots and lots of offers. All right. Don't overthink it. 50, 60, 70% of a, of a Zestimate or you can use Realtor.com or Truly or any of these free sites to help determine a general understanding of what that property's ballpark ARV is. And then just take half and send it over and see what they say. It's the easiest way to get going. All right, moving on. Pillar number three is following up. Again, it may seem obvious, but there are so many people out there that talk to one or two individuals, or I'm, I'm sorry, they may talk to an individual one or two times, and that's it. They're done. They stop, okay? You can't stop. My system has leads that are seven years old, and we're closing some of those leads every month. It's crazy. From four years ago, six years ago, seven years ago. We don't stop following up unless one of three things happens. They sell it to somebody else. They sell it to us. Hopefully that's what happens. Or number three, they politely tell us to stop and we will quit calling or texting or whatever it is that we're trying to reach these individuals. But that's it. We don't stop following up. 
And this may even surprise you, but the average deal that my business, my team and I do, it typically takes four to six months from the time the lead comes in to the time that we're able to close on that deal. Four to six months. I know Brent is always talking about this. You got to go. You got to, if you're new, you got to jump in. You got to give it 90 days or three or four months. You can't stop. You got to get through that initial push. Well, it's the same thing if you've been in the business for 15 or 18 years. You still have to follow up with all of your prospects. And in fact, like I said, four to six months is the average time. And that's data over about seven years in my local market with over 700 transactions. So every month, every year that goes on, that number is really getting skewed out a little bit because it's given me the option and the ability to go close a deal that's been in my CRM for five or six or seven years. Do not stop following up. I mean, literally follow-up might be one of the most important things. And the only reason that I would, would say that with caution is, is because you can't follow up if you don't do the marketing in the first place. So the follow-up is impossible if you don't have leads in your system. But it, again, I think all three of these things are equally important, all right? Following up is everything. If you stop after one or two or three follow-ups, you're, you're throwing money away on your marketing. I would say the average deal that we close, again, four to six months, probably has a minimum of 10 to 15 follow-ups. Minimum. That means that some of our leads will have 40, 60. We've even seen leads that have come over that we've closed from four, five, six years ago that have had 60 to 100 different times that we reached out via phone call, text message, email, whatever, following up communicating back and forth with our motivated sellers. Lots and lots and lots of follow-up. So you got to follow up. You can't stop. You can't throw in the towel. You have to keep going. All right? So the three pillars, let's recap. Number one, marketing to motivated sellers. Tons of ways to do it. Just start doing it. And here's the thing, if you're new and you don't really know what to do, if they, if they say, yes, I will accept your really low offer, then go find another investor or wholesaler in your market and partner up and they will be more than happy to help you go make money on that deal. Just start the marketing. That's what everybody should do. Do not worry about your business name or your logo or your business card or the colors of this or that or your website. Again, all things that you should do at some point in time. But none of that matters if you don't have motivated seller leads coming in to have, to have conversations with. It's irrelevant. Like, so just don't even do that. Just start the marketing right now. Pillar number two, making offers. What good is all of the marketing if you're not going to send offers or make verbal offers? We send offers via phone call, text message, email. I'll mail them, hand deliver them sometimes. Offers mean deals. Literally, if you don't make any offers or you are afraid to make offers, then you should probably either get good at it and just embrace that you need to learn it. Or maybe you should stop marketing altogether because you're probably throwing money away. And I don't want you to stop marketing. I want you to get good at making offers. So get good at it. Embrace it. I love it whenever somebody says you're crazy. 
because for an offer that I've made them, because that means that I've probably got a similar offer accepted just down the road recently. And I'm not crazy, but they think I am. And I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, which is hundreds of deals a year. So do not stop with those offers, guys. And then number three, like I said, following up, so incredibly important, four to six months is the average time it takes my team to close a deal. Doesn't matter if it's a wholesale, a fix and flip, a, a rental, a burr, a creative finance. From And I'm talking from the time the lead comes into my system, from the time that we are able to wholesale it or close and fund and own that property. Four to six months, minimum of 15, sometimes minimum of 20 follow-ups over those four to six months. And it is not uncommon for us to close a deal that has 50 plus follow-ups on it. Not abnormal at all. It is that important. So again, think of these three things as not only the money-making activities, but also the three legs of a stool, they are literally that important to where if you remove one of these three things from your business, or let's say you're starting out and you're not doing all three of these things every day, not just sometimes, all the time, every day, your business will come to a halt or it will never pick up off the ground if you are new. Literally, marketing to sellers, making tons and tons and tons and tons of offers and following up like crazy. That's it. So simple. All right. So why should you start there? You guys know that I love rental properties and that's my passion, but I've wholesaled hundreds of deals. And the reason I think you should start with wholesaling, and this is the same reason why I essentially started with it when I went full-time. I was a landlord for 10 years first, but when I went full-time, I was like, I want to do this wholesaling thing because it allows you to get deals. And without deals, it is very, very difficult to make a great profit on a fix and flip or a great burr deal or a rental that you can add to the portfolio with little to none of your own money. It is very difficult. You got to get good at finding deals, which really means you need to get good at direct to seller marketing. If you decide that you don't want to wholesale these deals you come across, keep them. In fact, I have a saying in my office, I love using it. We keep the best and wholesale the rest. Literally, the best deals from our direct-to-seller marketing come in, we wholesale those deals that we don't like. Literally, the ones that don't meet our buy box, but the ones that come in from that marketing, we get to keep and we get to add them to the rental portfolio, hopefully using the Burr method where we don't have to have any of our own money in it. Or maybe we decide that we want to fix and flip it. Keep the best, wholesale the rest. But you have to be doing the marketing. You have to be making offers and you have to be following up like crazy in order to get these deals. So why should you start there? It's simple. Start there. Start with the marketing. Start with the wholesaling mindset because it is going to get you on the phone with a lot of sellers and hopefully out in the field meeting these sellers and building rapport. Guys, building rapport is simple. Just smile and make a friend. People want to do business with those that they know, like, and trust. What better way to get somebody to know you, like you, and trust you than to show up at their property and smile and be friendly? It is that easy. That's your entire sales course for the day. 
Just be friendly and smile. People will like you and they will want to do business with you. So that is why you should start from there. And those, my friends, are the three pillars of wholesaling. They're the most important things that you should be doing and can be doing. Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure being your host today. And I hope that you found a ton of value in this episode. If you are interested in creating wealth, buying rentals, using the Burr Method, and achieving both financial and time freedom in your life, go check out BurrMethodMastery.com. Check out what the program is about and sign up for a call with our team if you want to get more information about our awesome community of investors. I look forward to working with you guys personally. And remember, you are capable of success. And even more importantly, guys, you are worthy of it. Thanks for listening. Signing off. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.